your mind is racing, like you're trying to do everything perfect. Like, I don't know if you're breathing or not. I probably wasn't for most of the climb. You like dunk your head underwater and you don't get to come up for a breath until you finish, like until you fall or, or you send. So during that trip to uh, Europe, we ended up selling our car to Dave Graham. Um, that was, <laughs> that that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. In this episode, we talked to Andrew Palmer, one of the strongest weekend warriors in the Northeast, known for his fourth ascent of Jaws 2, a 15A route. We dive into his obsession with China Beach, and he shares lots of wonderful stories along the way. We also talk about how climbing intertwined with his life and kids, what he went on to do after China Beach, and how he finally found a fitting bookend to his climbing career. Timestamps to each section are in the description below. Now, I've been super, super excited about this conversation. Ever since we recorded, it was a really uh, personal picture of someone I have a ton of respect and admiration for. And I really, really, really hope you listen to the end. All right, we're recording. We're live. We're doing it live. We're live. We're doing it. Michael, pay attention. Get in here. Yeah, I'm here. All right. We've, uh, we've yeah. done some 514 plus audio <laughs> shenanigans, but yeah, it's great, to, it's great to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you guys too, yeah. Thanks for putting up with my uh, headphone nonsense. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't imagine anything being more fun than that, so <laughs> I think it's all downhill from there. Hold on. I lost my notes. Give me a second. Where did the notes go? Nice I, flow. Sudden, Gave you 45 minutes to prepare for this. What is that? Platypus. Platypus? Yeah. Sure. Do you know they don't have nipples? They just they just ooch milk out of their skin. <laughs> yeah. They're venomous too. I'm obsessed with platypuses. Platypi? Hmm. All right. And with uh, that note, yeah. which will definitely make yeah. it into the podcast, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, right. I think we should just start with like... What we were you saying when we chatted the other day about sucks to be Alex Magos? Yeah, it's brutal to be strong. Um, <laughs> what about him? So I mean, he did it in what, two tries? So um, that sucks. Like the the cool thing about China Beach is is the experience you get out of it, right? And doing it in two tries is, is kind of unfortunate. You don't get to have that, that experience. I think so. It was, Michael, it was, you look like, yeah, yeah I don't, I, I don't know that I agree with that. You know, Which he'll have that, he'll have that experience on something else. There's some like 15 B out there that he sessioned you know. forever and like, yeah, like perfecto mundo or something. Right. I mean, that looks pretty dope too. True. Right. And yeah, but you, he, he you would don't really get that for a deep while. enough into a route. I mean, it's cool that he has that experience on other things, but yeah. for China beach, if it's not hard for you, you don't get as deep in it. Is that kind of what you were saying, Andrew? Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I get that, but uh, so, somebody could say that about our experience on other routes as well. Yeah, like if there's some really cool 12B or something. Like, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, I feel like with China Beach, there's like a, a lot of history. Like, I, I grew up with pictures of that climb on my wall, and I don't think Magos had pictures of Perfecto Mundo on his wall. Or the whole history of like who did it first and like yeah the stories that come with that like I, I got a chance to talk to Dave Graham while I was working on it and he was saying that he did the first ascent 
when there was like a bomb a bomb threat at his school and like he and joe were just like psyched and so they jumped in the car and drove down to, to romney and and fired it that's like a, a story you don't get about like doing an fa of a 15. that's um, wait that's incredible that's when, did guess... you, when did you talk to dave there was like a comp series um nor'easter yeah maybe it was that one yeah i mean like and joe kender and i don't know they those are the ones that stood out <laughs> to my mind but they were up there. They were, I guess, they were trying Jaws, and I was working on China Beach, and so I, was, I was there. I was all psyched to be like trying it in front of Joe. And I was like, I remember doing the 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 uh, last move in the um, in the first half of the climb, and like I have the picture of Joe doing that move on my wall. I've had it on my wall since I was like twelve years old, and I'm like doing the move in front of him, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm doing it! I better send!" And I think I fell the next move. <laughs> But oh, yeah, man. yeah, that's that's an experience like getting to climb on in front of your idols. China Beach is like a next level climb. A lot of cl people climb five thirteen. Like not a lot of people climb five fourteen. And like China Beach is this like you're like breaking okay. into the next level. It's like yeah, that's sort of the idea it. is kind of condensing to to me right now. Like China Beach is at the level where someone keen could have a go at trying it but it's also at the level where it's been in magazines and stuff. Hmm. Right. Interesting. So it, it, it floats in this like really nice overlap of two worlds. Like for instance, techno surfing doesn't float in that world. Right. Because nobody has pictures of techno surfing on their, on their wall right. growing up. But, but and I just got to say like that, that whole thing, I, I was there, I was at the Nor'easter. I found this grainy footage of, yeah, uh, Dave, yeah, they were using my buddy's rope because Dave forgot his rope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were like college climbers climbing five ten. He had like an eleven mil rope or something super <laughs> fat, and Joe was complaining that it didn't go through his gree gree. And then Dave was like, "You know, when you're sport climbing, it's, you need to feed slack very quickly." Like, I actually, you know, I'm sponsored by this rope company. I like these ropes generally. This is just like a little fatter. Dave was like very. Very kind to my friend who was feeling <laughs> very ashamed nice. of his rope. But I remember... That they were borrowing. Man, that they were borrowing, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that's, but that's it was, I, I remember that, that scene. It was like just watching your heroes work on yeah. something that's hard for them was pretty inspiring. Mm -hmm. And then you were like climbing <laughs> China Beach right in front yeah, of them. trying to, yeah. Yeah, that was like a... Yeah, it was like a... Do I like? Do I just hide until they leave, or should I give it a go? And decided to give it a go, and really wanted to send right then. Definitely didn't. Oh, Ethan Pringle was there too. I think he did it in like a couple tries. Damn. Um, yeah. Yeah, it sucks to be him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, so but like something like biography or realization, not to harp on this point that I'm trying to make too much. <laughs> so there are posters of that, but that's like out of reach for like guys like me, right? Like I did the China Beach, right? Which is pretty hard, but I would never uh, go and think that I could do biography or realization. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, anyway, that's on the other side of that line that I'm talking about. Like the accessibility line, the accessibility yeah. versus poster worthy line. I think that's it just depends on when like, you grow up climbing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I was go, wondering go, if go like, 
No, like, I mean, I, I wonder if we are, we happen to do China Beach or work on China Beach during a time when people weren't regularly climbing 514. Like, maybe they're like, we're entering a time when everyone's climbing 515 and like China yeah. Beach is just not that hard and people just do it really quick. And like, people do look at biography the same way we look at China Beach as like this introductory test piece they've had on their wall since 2001 or whatever it was. Yeah, um, good point. And so like, just as the world gets stronger, those lines change around. Like maybe China Beach is going to be like, yeah, it's a cool thing to do when you're warming up for Jaws or like right. whatever. But it's not like this, mm -hmm. I don't know, this thing the way it was for us, which sucks. Well, we were talking to Maddie and he gave us kind of a rundown of how many ascents it was getting per yeah. year. And yeah. it's a lot more than around the time. I think I did it maybe like six months after you or something. Yeah, I believe and, it. I remember being like being back there and there was a line on the China Beach ledge. Like, yeah, yeah, like, wow, I don't doubt it. And Maddie was saying like four or five people a season would do it. I'm not surprised. I mean, yeah. like yeah. your so, average 15 yeah. year old is stronger than than I am. Yeah, that's a good point. Sure. Yeah, there's this sense of things being out of reach when you first start climbing. Like I remember realization was the hardest route in the world when I started climbing. Mm -hmm. And so it's got that kind of special. Yeah. Extra... But I mean, like Andre just tried to flash it a few years ago, right? Like, yeah. So yeah, I guess things change. Um, well, and I guess I know, this... was never the hardest thing in the world, but yeah, no, but it does know. have this special, special R and there's something about what, what you're talking about with Dave and Joe and it's very special kind of in the history of New England and right well this kind of ties into something we we chatted about briefly before which is y you mentioned you had this expectation of what China Beach would be for you and it was the actual experience of it was a little bit different hmm. I think you were, you were saying you thought it would be a bookend here oh yeah climbing. yeah 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 um yeah yeah that was interesting like i grew up in virginia and climbed at the new and like did did a handful of 13s um before coming up and like kind of inched my way to 13 plus at the new and then like got to romney it was really neat getting to romney and everyone climbed 13 plus like going to waimea there were more 14s at waimea than there are at the entire new or there were back in wow. 2006 or whatever. And so it was like really eye-opening to see how much stronger the community was in New England. And it felt like getting to do China Beach would be like this bookend to like, all right, I've, I've worked my way up. Like I've done the 13s and like, cool. Like I, I, I ticked this 14, it's like this, this incredible 14B and like, that'll be it. Like that'll be like my, my climbing career. Like that'll be like the pinnacle of the things that I can accomplish. And uh, it was really neat. Like, I finally did it. And I, I did it, like, the month before we left on this, uh, this like, three-month trip to Europe. And um, it was really cool being in Europe, like, being at Seyus for a month, and, a month and a half or something and having had that under my belt. And, like, all of a sudden, all of these climbs were available to me. Like, like, having done a 14B, it's like, oh, like, maybe I can try, like, a 13-plus on the road. Maybe I can try a 14A on the road. Like... Maybe like, maybe I can try these harder climbs. Like, I don't know. Maybe I looked at biography a little bit differently having done it than I would have if I hadn't done China Beach first. And it kind of like 
changed my perspective on like what's available to me as a climber and how hard how hard am I capable of climbing and and what's available like what climbs are are out there that I can do um so yeah it, it kind of was like the beginning of like here's where hard climbing is going to start and not like here's where my like hard climbing will finish like a open door instead of a like a bookend yeah definitely like it was kind of like yeah just starting like let's get started like let's let's see what else we can do um and kind of yeah so yeah it, it was definitely not what i expected out of it when i started and then i kind of realized afterwards that it had changed wow that makes me really stoked to hear the route's great the process itself is pretty rewarding but then to hear that it's like an open door that it was an open door for you like that must have felt pretty good yeah yeah it was it, it took a while to kind of settle in but i realized midway through the trip like I'm definitely approaching this trip differently than I would have if I hadn't done done China Beach first. Um, looking at you're looking at all the grades, the routes differently, mm-hmm. yourself differently. Yeah, I think so. I didn't consider myself like a five fourteen climber then, but like having done one, it was like, okay, like you can try them at least. Like I, I remember not wanting to get on China Beach until I had done Cold War first. Like I had done a fourteen A first. Like I didn't feel like I had any business trying China Beach until. I had at least done a 14a and so cold war was my first one and then then i was like all right i can at least like have some confidence that i have like some business getting on this thing um and so it felt the same way like trying climbs and, and say use having done a 14b yeah Do, did cold war prep you well for china beach i think mentally yeah like i think i'm, I'm pretty insecure when it comes to like trying things that are hard and so like having that in my back pocket like i could i could prove to somebody you know that i belong on this climb like you can't tell me i don't as if anyone's gonna try and tell me i don't belong on on some rock climb and and mentally it did physically probably not like it's a really different climb it like it's much more vertical it's much more like technical kind of and kind of climbs kind of a little little weirdly at places there's a lot of knee bars like there's a lot of rests. It's so no, physically not, not really at all. But I think I told myself I was looking for like a physical justification, but really I was looking for a mental one, um, like a confidence boost. So yeah, I, it, it I'm gave really me surprised. that. I, I'm surprised and curious to hear you say you have, you have something around trying hard climbs. Cause then you, you tried a lot of harder climbs after that. Like you did jaws and yeah, <laughs> um, I didn't actually tell anybody I was trying Jaws for a, a bit. Like that was like a secret project for a, for kind of a while. Um, so yeah, it yeah. was a, only like when I started piecing things together that I was like letting people in on it. Like I'm trying Jaws. Like <laughs> I, I, I might have done like the top crux before I told anybody that I had I had started working on it. I'm not. I don't know if that's totally true, but I definitely wasn't like. I don't know. I, I was probably training for it and not really telling anybody why. Um, so, cool. yeah, I remember telling cool. Josh Larson that I was I was trying it and like that was a big deal for me to like let him know of all people that like I'm. Why I'm Josh Larson? What's the relationship? Oh, we, like we were, we were climbing together in Boston, um, and like he asked me what I was working on at Romney, and like I, I might have let him like, just said like oh, I'm just just trying to do whatever. And then, like, decided. Just climbing. 
<laughs> yeah, decided at that point, like, all right, I can, I can confide in Josh. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just consider Josh to be like a, a really strong climber that I look up to. And so for, for me to like tell him that and like not be concerned about his perception of me as a climber trying something as hard as that was like a, a big deal. Has he done it? I don't think so, no. Um, I, I do remember he was working, I think, live in Astro, and then Charlotte was working uh, China Beach a bit um, while I was there. I think that, yeah. Um, I definitely remember Charlotte trying China Beach. Um, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll definitely circle back to Jaws and kind of the stuff you did afterwards, but tell, like, talk about the process. Talk about what you remember from working on it in any yeah 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 um actually i meant to do this before we talked i um i wanted to figure out when i did cold war i've got my guidebook over there with all my yeah. dates written down. um but yeah so like and you can always take yeah. a pause because we we have we can i guess we have editing let me go find out let me do it really quick yeah yeah cool oh shit this is the new guidebook i don't have anything in here <laughs> Andrew, I don't think anything. any of your sends count. They don't nope. count until you've transferred them. Crap. You don't have you don't have them on eight A. Uh, I I signed up for eight A when I was like fifteen, and then forgot my password, and that was the end of eight A for me. <laughs> um, look at look at why man, it's empty. Womp womp. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't do anything. You have to resend it. You have to resend that's everything. True, yeah, that's only, only legit until yeah. One second, let me check. My, I might have the other one here. This cool, is cool. Important. You got it. You got it. Got this it. This thing is Ward Smith. Yeah. Where are you, my man? There it is. Huh. This is more. This is closer than I expected as far as dates go. I don't know if we want to include okay. this. But um, yeah, I did, I did Cold War on April 11th, 2009, and then China uh -huh. Beach on May 2nd. I could have told you that date, uh, 2009. Oh, that's uh, very close. It's a month later, yeah. Um, the thing is, later. I probably put in about 120 tries in between, <laughs> in between those dates. Wow. Wait, wait. So you wow. said... I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating, I'm sure, but okay. I... So, like, I'm, I'm guessing I must have... I mean, first of all, there's no way that I started trying China Beach in April. That's not the case. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I maybe I, I need to take all of what I said back. Um, I guess I started working. Maybe on, you were trying it before you did Cold yeah, War. Yeah, it must have been because I remember I remember freshman year of college. That was 2007. The summer after freshman year, I was I stayed up in Hanover, uh -huh. and. I worked like this like part-time job and then spent the other hours of my life climbing. It was fantastic. Amazing. Um, and yeah, I remember trying to do it. I was like all pumped to do it freshman year, like after my freshman summer. So I wanted to do it. I was working on it like religiously in 2007. Um, so I definitely did not do it in a month. That is for sure. Um, maybe I, I guess, yeah, maybe I thought like I, the only way I could do it is if I had the confidence of doing another 14. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm full of shit. <laughs> all of that. Um, so you started fun. working on it before you'd sent. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were there were some climbs that I had to get like I had to get on Predator 
when I got up to up to uh, right. up to New Hampshire. Um, right. I had Even to though that, that one's not very good. It's all right. It's it, like I think it's it's okay. It's no <laughs> beat junkie. A, I'm a fan of beat junkie. You can't beat the setting though. I mean, like that's incredible. Uh, it photo. looks good from that one angle. True. I still think like <laughs> that like getting to like halfway up the the arete is like maybe whatever but from there to the top i think is cool it's like a, it's a boulder problem but that's good that's good yeah you feel kind of heroic doing like some of those moves up on that that big prow sure yeah yeah for sure all right whatever no no i, <laughs> I think agree. it's i think it's legit <laughs> michael's a predator hater that's gonna yeah, be a recurring theme on this <laughs> no that's yeah. a, that's amazing though i mean it, it's it's also interesting that you remember it the way you did Very that there yeah. was this mental that there was this mental block or this hesitation or this feeling that maybe you didn't deserve to be yeah. on it uh, that, kind, that makes the story that is, but... more interesting yeah um i think so like how my memory well, of the climb is, is yeah has changed yeah it's fascinating yeah because there was, it, there was like, a lot of really time where china beach was like all i cared about yeah definitely more than a month so yeah <laughs> yeah i remember like i had this like running loop i would do um yeah it, it kept getting longer and longer and longer and i would like i ran every single morning i came back home and i like stretched while watching dosage too um that video with with dave uh showing off from me um oh, yeah and like i would fast forward to to china beach and like watch that while I was stretching. I made Lily watch it a million times. She knows the beta on it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, um, yeah. So I, yeah, there was there was a quite a bit of time where that was like a myopic focus of mine. We have a, a comment from a fan, Lily says that you asked her to belay you when she had never climbed before. Sounds like something I would do. <laughs> what a dick. I'm probably mad at you for not belaying me well enough. Actually, I think my first time on it, my friend Lewis, um, I like, I launched into the, the, like I started it and like, I'm clipping like the second bolt and he's like, Hey, I've never caught a lead fall before. Is that, is that cool? <laughs> on China Beach. Yeah. I was like, all right. I'm not a chill belay. Yeah, not a chill belay. Yeah, um, so yeah, that's I was I was looking for anybody to blame me. I guess, man, what yeah, a, this not is a chill belay and college climbing stuff. Yeah, seriously, I believe all of the falls are lead falls. You never take a non-lead fall, right? What do you mean? On oh, because you're be clipping like at your waist the whole you're time. You're always clipping like at your waist. So basically, every oh, fall is going to be like a big oh, lead fall. That's a good point, huh? There's yeah. some big falls in that thing, too. I think yeah, I've fallen off sure. of every single move on that climb. I have. I know I have. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally every single move, I'm pretty mm. sure I've fallen off. Yeah. So yeah. you started climbing as a uh, <laughs> young. Yeah, yeah. I started when I was 13, youngish, I guess. Um, okay, like at the climbing, climbing gym in Richmond? Yeah, yeah. I went to a birthday party um, at, like, oh, this is a little hazy, like, when exactly that party was. But, yeah, 12 yeah. or 13. Um, went to a party, uh, made my mom come back and belay me. Um, <laughs> and like, 
she did the lead test and everything. I think she took a fall, not the lead test, but like the belay test. She took a fall for yeah. me so she could like pass the test or whatever. Yeah. With her, her tiny little 13 year old kid catching her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so she belayed me for a while and I got a friend to do it. And then we kind of took off for a little while. Like we, we climbed together primarily and then we joined the climbing team there and did okay. the pump circuit. And we went to the new as like a field trip for the team, like my second year in maybe. Um, mm -hmm. There's this thing called Proper Soul. Michael, you know it at this point. You're, you're living yeah. down there. Um, I don't know if Rajiv, have you been down there? I've never been there, but I remember the video of Sharma on sighting it. Sure, yeah. Um, I it remember just really like gawking cool. at that, that climb. I remember, being, I, remember, I remember being afraid of falling. I was scared of lead climbing at the time. And like watching or looking at it, there was like a still picture of Brian McRae like reaching above the lip at the top of Proper Soul and just like gawking at the idea of someone being so confident they could climb 514 on lead and like just like staring at that picture and just like wondering what it felt like to be like strong and confident and uh now yeah that was that was cool like on that trip i like accidentally got onto a 12a i was trying to get onto an 11 at um <laughs> it doesn't matter where and got on the wrong climb and like my coach told me like do you realize you're on a on a 12 instead i was like uh no nope. <laughs> um so that explained why I wasn't doing so well on that one. Um, that was kind of cool though, to like accidentally get on a, on a harder climb. I think he wouldn't let me get down. He made me finish it. That was kind of funny. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I like dogged my way up and yeah. Um, Who yeah. was coaching the team? His name was Jeremy was, Rice. Okay. Was this guy Dan Haig? He coached the... I know that name. I think he coached the Sport Rock team in Alexandria, I think. Okay. Or he, he lives he's... in my town right now. Okay. Um, yeah. I think that's right. Anyway, yeah. He wrote uh, that book with Douglas Hunter, the self-coach climber. Hmm. Okay. So did you ever go to Rumney before moving up for college? <laughs> yeah. We, my family used to go to Maine for vacation. Classic East Coast stuff, dude. I know, right? Well, my dad grew up in New England and he, he goes up there every summer. He's done it for yeah. like 50 something years. So he like, he brought us along for the trip once we were, we were around. Um, it, I mean, it was cool, but it was, um, I like, I convinced my mom to, to swing by Romney on the way to, to Maine, which isn't really on the way, um, but she was, she was willing. <laughs> not. not so much now. It's like a total detour. But yeah, so like we went up there and I brought a friend along and, we got shut down on everything. I think we eventually gave up on sport climbing and tried bouldering and then sucked at that too. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we like, we like, we hiked up to Waimea. I think probably the first thing was like hiking straight to Waimea. And like, I remember looking at, um, looking at the China beach wall, like looking at China beach and with an Astro and, and Jaws. And I like walked past the fly and tried doing a pull up on the, for the starting holds and like couldn't hang on. Um, yeah, I, I kind of remember like, this is weird. I don't really know what to make of this, but like I had this weird feeling that like this is going to sound fake being on this podcast too, but like I do have a distinct memory of like looking up at the China Beach wall and knowing in some way that 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 area was going to be significant in my life. And um it sounds like bullshit. I I don't know, but like I didn't know how or why or or what, but like it was this really interesting, like very distinct feeling of like, 
this isn't the last time I'm going to see this climb. I'm going to like, I'm going to come back and try this thing. I, I oh man, um, I went back. We in uh, in ninth grade, I think in ninth grade English class, we wrote letters to ourselves that were going to be delivered when we graduated. And in my letter, I wrote that I hope I've sent China Beach by the time I graduate or something like that. And then I changed high schools and never got the letter, so I don't I don't have it anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was like really important to me in ninth grade to like do China Beach and live in Astro and, and like the others on that wall. But like, yeah. So I, I went up there with my mom and checked out all those climbs and like stopped and like gawked at China Beach, like took a, took a deliberate trip to look at China Beach. Yeah. Sure. Had you felt that significance for, well, I mean, first, what a wonderful moment <laughs> to just yeah. have that recognition have you had you felt the um have you had you felt that gravity or that significance for a climb before no no definitely not like it kind of struck me when i was standing there and i don't i don't know what to make of it um but yeah i've never hadn't felt it before or since um there there's like you go to areas like you go to say you hike up and like you're beneath the biography wall and you feel like the history and the significance of that, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. It wasn't the same as like, like I, I know that the biography wall of Seyus is not going to be like, it's not going to factor into my life pretty dramatically, but like something about the China Beach wall was like, yeah, it, it, it resonated somehow. Wow. I don't know. So did you go to Dartmouth to do China Beach? <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. That was yeah. Although um, my freshman fall did not go well um, academically, um, I got up there and due to climbing. Like a, yeah, yeah. Um, there was like we had this climbing email list, and people would email out saying like they're going to Romney. They have room for one more person. And I think like probably like nine times out of ten, I'd be like, I'm in. Let's go. Um, I, I, I failed a math class. Uh, I have, there's three classes that you take and I failed one of them. I, I, I'd withdraw because I was going to fail if I didn't withdraw. Um, I'm glad I can laugh about this now. Cause at the time that was like, holy shit. Yeah. 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 Like making that call to my dad was, was not good. Um, I can imagine. I, but, um, yeah, I can really imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a similar thing, except I was climbing like V4. <laughs> I had a similar type of like I just I mean, got super yeah. hooked. Yeah. I had a I, I failed some classes when my first year, but it was because I had debilitating depression, so Oh. It wasn't quite that's, as good, but That's not great. Yeah. That's not yeah. Yikes. That's not yeah. That's that's something worse. Yeah. Uh yeah, I was just going climbing instead and yeah. I made some good friends and and like climbed a bunch. So that's kind of good. We, yeah, like, worth it. Yeah. Went to the the Waimea campus. The Waimea campus. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So um, I did not go to Dartmouth to rock climb or to climb China Beach. But yeah, I mean, being close to Romney was definitely factored into like. Like yeah yeah. Yeah. Like you made sure that essay was good. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 I need to. Yeah. It's got to be so I can go to Romney. Um, was your essay about China Beach? <laughs> No, um, there was a lot of better things I could have done with, with my essays and, and all of that. My, like, my general approach to life at that age could have been better. Um, 
<laughs> but it, yeah. it, it all worked out in the end. But yeah, man, 18 year old me was kind of clueless. I think like 18 year olds are yeah, pretty just in general. Yeah, very. What else do you remember about the the um, obsession? Talk to me about the obsession. obsession. You're roping random people um, into belaying you. Yeah, right. Anybody, um, just anybody yeah. you can grab. Any trip to Rumney you're taking. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. You're training. Uh, you're else? doing some crazy training. Kind of. I didn't know how to train. No, that was part of it. Come I ran on. a bunch, yeah. I mean, running, that's kind of good, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I definitely... I did not know how to train. I didn't know anything about conditions. I was climbing it in like the dead of summer and like couldn't figure out why I was falling off the wall. I, I was an idiot as far as that goes. Like tactics didn't exist in my brain back then. Um, but I think the closest thing I came to training for that thing was like I set a simulator for the Iron Cross at the top in in the in Dartmouth's climbing gym and like did the, that a bunch of times. It's a really small gym, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all right. It's not, it's not so small. Right. Yeah, I've been I've been there for like a yeah. climbing comp or something. Yeah, I mean no, it's, it's not, not a big small. gym. Yeah. It's not. It's my not understanding was it's, that it was well equipped though. Yeah, they they it was like it was a there was this wave wall. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, Way better yeah. than Princeton's gym. Miles better, just amazingly better. Yeah. <laughs> so you set the Iron Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. I did that a million times. I think that helped when I went back and tried it the next season or whatever. It was cool being at Dartmouth. Like, I didn't go back to the gym. I climbed like regularly and didn't climb in the gym from like March to December or something like that. Like that was that was awesome. Whoa, I miss that. But yeah, yeah. So I, I did did like worked on the Iron Cross in the gym. Um, I think we had a campus board that I like tried playing on a little bit, but like not really. Probably would have done China Beach faster if I knew anything about training. <laughs> um, but whatever. Yeah, it's funny. In the grand scheme of things, like 2009 when you did it and probably 2007 when you started trying in earnest, mm -hmm. that's not really that long ago, but climbing training has developed yeah. so much since then. Yeah. So what you were doing was probably more than 95% of that what anyone else would do around that time i don't know i don't know if that's true like i, mean, I, think, I was fingerboarding and stuff at that time but yeah i think there was there was training out there i think climbing has come away from there's like an adventure aspect of it and like i don't think china beach was exclusively a grade chasing um i think there was something more to it than that and i think like i guess it's not fair to say i, I guess like it almost feels like training for climbing is so well established now that it's like you follow this routine you're going to get these gains and i feel like it almost felt like there was this philosophical reluctance to engage in that kind of thing instead of just like pursuing climbing for climbing and i think that's kind of the approach i had at the time like maybe it would cheapen the experience if i did you know ten thousand pull-ups on like tiny edges or something if i could just like like force the ascent just because I got stronger. I don't know. Um, which I don't know. It's, and are it's, you talking about China Beach, like the experience of China Beach that you wanted to have? I think so. I think I'm, I'm wondering why I didn't approach training more 
seriously until like years later. Um, I think it was kind of mm. part of that that mentality. I think that was something that that growing up in Richmond kind of instilled in me. I had some mentors down there that like really instilled this respect for climbing as like a pursuit and like a, a an adventure. It's not about chasing grades. It's not about like it's about the experience and it's about all these all these good things and like it wasn't about athleticism and like strength and the things everyone can do now. Like everyone is so so strong and like athletic and it's that's not what climbing was about to me at the time. And so like I was reluctant to engage in, in training for that reason, I think. I think there's like a little bit of pride too or ego and like I did China Beach and I didn't even train for it, you know. It's just bullshit. But mm. it's like I think that's that was fueled my like I really wanted to have that I don't know. I like that feeling. Yeah. I mean growing up climbing in that era, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I think that I felt some of that, that climbing was about the adventure. Um, I definitely also felt, you know, I wanted, if if China Beach is a book, you want to read the whole book. You don't want to cut yourself short. Um, yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> That's how I approached it anyway. I don't know. Maybe that's silly. Um, it took a long time to be like, oh, if I like do some sit-ups and do some pull-ups, these climbs get easier. And it's it's fun to to climb hard grades. I don't know. It's fun to like, like hard climbs are fun. And like there's movements on hard climbs that you can't do on easier climbs and you can't do hard moves if you don't train. Um, like that, something as simple as that took a long time to, to settle in. But yeah, so training for China Beach was was not didn't amount to much. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not but much. Obs- to high obsession, but not oh, yeah. very rigorous I, like, training. I had um, I had a picture of it on the back of my phone, like on my my phone, like my flip phone's little like the uh, <laughs> screen there, this like grainy like five pixels. Like, That's China <laughs> Beach somewhere in there. Yeah, I had that like. Um, and then again, like the same pictures I had on my wall at my parents' house, I took with me to college. You mentioned you'd visualize the moves. Yeah, yeah. So like I would, um, while I was finishing my run, there was like a hill at the end of the run, um, and I would try to like sprint up the hill, and while I was running, try to visualize all of the moves, ideally for like the entire climb, but like at least for the top, like the top section, like once you get to the head wall, like do all of those moves perfectly like hand and foot moves while sprinting up this mountain i figured if i was if i could keep like my mental composure while i was exhausted running enough to do these moves perfectly in my head then that might carry over to to doing it on the like on the wall um i actually i think that there is something to that i think that wasn't that wasn't crazy i like that i like like that yeah i think there is something to that because that when you're like really stressed out that's yeah. what goes. <clears throat> I've been trying to do that actually like you know like when you're warming up in the gym and you're like you're you kind of get a little little pumped a little bit and like you just want to finish your climb to like not mm-hmm. get pumped not fall. I've been trying to like when you start feeling that kind of like slow down and kind of just like settle into that discomfort and like just try to get comfortable with it. I think that's related. I think it's kind of Do you work neat. with Justin Shaw on this at all? On this type of like 
uh, coordination when you're redlining or when you're you know above a critical heart rate or just stressed? Um, I don't. I don't think that, but I'm sure I picked that idea up from him because he he taught me a lot about training. Um, he told me like he he we've talked about this, but he told me about like how to have different gears when you climb, um, yep. like <clears throat> how to like ramp up and ramp down accordingly, like as the climb needs it, like move quickly through the easy stuff and then like just change your pace as you climb, move quickly through the easy stuff and be like deliberate and as slow as you need to to do all the moves perfectly on the hard stuff and like get through it um maybe that's not the exact exact pattern that he, he laid out but yeah no i mean we worked on the same thing w was this before was this after china beach or before china yeah beach? yeah this was after, was um, after. yeah i mean um this was in actually yeah 2010 2011 so a couple of years after yeah i moved out to boulder um I wanted to I wanted to try and like see how seriously I could take climbing and that's a living in Boulder was a uh, was a story for another another show that would that didn't go well okay um, but yeah so I competed at nationals in 2012 I think I got like 19th or something and through some combination of people like not wanting to go to worlds or just like dropping out or being injured or something, they ended up counting back to like 19 spots. And so I got a spot on the team. And so I wanted to do really well at Worlds. And so like yeah. went back to Boulder and um, trained with, with Justin. And um, and like I remember like doing sessions with like Daniel Woods and Maddie Hong. Like I, I sessioned with Maddie Hong a bunch while we were there, um, like trying to do laps on their on their lead wall. That was that was where I started like really taking training seriously. Um, worlds went terribly <laughs> um i think i i think i placed the last on one of the climbs and second to last on the other one it was real yes. bad um it, i mean what it, are the routes what are the routes like ah uh, i couldn't even tell you i think it just blacked out and then fell <laughs> there <laughs> i don't know it was i don't even know the top guys make those uh qual routes look so trivial not I don't to know like that they're not. Salt into your I mean, wound, but... for, for all of it, I yeah, it's fine. The only like I don't. I was really pissed off at how I did for sure. Yeah. I was like super nervous and just like had all this pressure built up, but also just like had no expectations of myself. I was just like, this is gonna go terribly, and it went terribly. <laughs> I mean, um, it was likely that like Jakob Schubert was there. He was. We I, I or like um, Adam Andre was there. Adam wasn't there, but Jakob was there. And I remember getting down after just like completely blowing it and watching him like sitting in his chair with like a team of people like massaging his forearms and just like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. What am I doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where was yeah. your entourage? <laughs> I know, right? I had someone tell me that he was the strongest climber in the world. He's just bad at climbing, so he doesn't climb. As hard, I yeah, I, I don't know that I agree. Schubert is a climbing. I yeah. that bad. but like physically, he's the strongest. That's what someone told me. Uh, I don't I know. know. I don't know anything about. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really paid attention to the, that circuit in a long time. But mm -hmm. he won every single comp that year. I think maybe it was the year before. But he oh, was that was good. his epic year. I remember. I remember watching yeah. that. Yeah, that I, I forget if it was that year or the year before. But regardless, he was 
on a tear. So he might have been at the time. I don't know. Wow. Total crusher. All right. Uh, well, we gotta yeah. we gotta explore that as its own episode. But <laughs> to circle back, oh, I right. think based on what we've talked about, miming the moves is that is like very very legit. Like you know, in terms of dealing with the stress. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, like in like, aerobic distress. Yeah. Oh, like while, yeah, while like you're getting tired. getting aerobically distressed and then trying to remember. Yeah. The moves. That's yeah. I think that's. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something good. to it. <laughs> good, I say. Check. I mean, it can't not be good, right? Like, yeah. there's no way that doing the moves in your head while you're tired could possibly hurt you, I think. Right. right. No. So, I think it's got to be it's good It's at least a neutral. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start doing this. Good. I, yeah. Okay, um... so let's work on this timeline a little bit. So you go to... <laughs> what? You don't believe me anymore? That's fair. <laughs> no. no. Try to tell a story here. All right. You know, I think, like, people want to hear a story. That's what we're doing. We're going to tell a story, right? We want okay. to have, a like, some sort of logical thread through this story. Okay. Early time climbing, we've got that. And then go to college. You do China Beach. Um, go to Europe. Mm-hmm. Right? And then um, I move away for a little bit, but then like in 2012 or something, me and you are climbing together a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moved back to Boston in 2012. Yeah. Okay, from Boulder. Oh, no, no you lived... I lived in Virginia for a couple of years. You had some time in Richmond. Yeah, yeah, I lived in Boulder for like six months after graduating, moved down to Virginia for a couple of years, and then moved up to Boston um, fall of 2012. Did you clean stuff up at the new when you lived in Virginia? Yeah, I did. Um, I did. I mean, yeah, like the 14s that I hadn't done while I was in high school, yeah. um, which was I didn't do any 14s in high school. So, um, but like, <laughs> so you did all the 14s in the new? Maybe. I, I think there's. I did the ones that I could. I, there's kind of a lot now. I would yeah, I think they've. Okay. okay, yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but like proper soul and and still life. Um, yeah. Trebuchet, what else? Mango Tango. That was I was proud of that one. Uh, um, yeah, Coltrane, or was that around? No, I think it was around, but I didn't do it. Um, yeah, Mikey, he, he put it up, and he's a friend of mine. He is like he raves about that climb. He loves that thing. So yeah, it's supposed to be good. Yeah. So didn't do that one. Did a handful of fourteens there, and then moved back to Boston. I think I did Eleven Astro that that fall. That was neat. That was yeah. actually so. I went to, I went to Boulder again, to train with Justin and Chris, um, and came back that fall. Basically, came back to Boston after Boulder, and that was a really cool experience. Trying to live in Astro, like I, I felt like I could not get pumped. It was, it was the fittest I've ever been for sure. It was like. I would get to the. Oh, this is interesting. On living this Astro. is interesting. Yeah. Because uh, I was climbing on that with you. Okay. And we were doing about the same on it. Okay. And then all of a sudden, one day you did it. <laughs> and I was like, something happened. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, yeah, yeah. That's... So this is it. This this like fills in that gap a little bit. That there you like go. always. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it was wild. Like I would get to the jug rest on Live Astro and like felt like I had just like I don't know what to do here. I don't need this rest. Like I'm not tired. <laughs> it was it was weird. Like I, it's crazy wow. what training can do. I guess like running around at uh, some altitude anyway, and like doing a million laps. I was doing like two a days because this is like immediately before the yeah. World Cup. I did the World Cup yeah. and then came up to Boston, and like. Wow. Maybe I was like, maybe I was still tired from training at the World Cup because like in a few days later after not climbing, I like was at working on Living Astro. Maybe I like I didn't peak at the right time. I don't know. So yeah. um, that's possible. Whatever. Um, yeah. So did or may- maybe you did peak at the right time because you did Living right. Astro. That's right. Fast. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have placed like thirty first at the World Cup yeah, instead yeah. of thirty second. Or I, could have done I mean, no offense, you probably would not have, like... I think that's fair. ...made finals, even I, your best. I think that's pretty yeah. accurate. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I I'm indignant on Andrew's climbing, behalf. But... <laughs> what the hell, man? What the hell, Michael? Um, <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I guess, uh, what? So, that was 2012. I think Jaws was 2013. And then... I did the fly in 2019. I did China Glide in 2014, I think. I was going to ask you if you'd done China Glide. I did China Glide. I didn't do Astro Glide. I do need to go back and, and try that thing again. Um, hey. It's neat. It's, it's, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating because you like do all but the last boulder of living Astro, and then you have this like crazy foot dyno stopper crux thing. And so you just like work real hard, get to the rest, shake out for an hour, and then fall. <laughs> No, I, 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 you just said you didn't need that rest. I didn't need that rest for one day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I need that rest a lot right now. What happened in that gap between those other routes and the fly? Where you, you were bouldering or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Gross. Right? <laughs> um, what did we do? I think I tried. I don't, I don't know. For a few years, I don't know what, what I was doing. Um, my oldest son was born in 2018. And so after that, it was wow, like, something. we launched into bouldering instead of rope climbing, um, just because yeah. of the logistics of it. So I did, I did some boulders, like the fall before he was born, I tried doing a bunch of boulders in new England. Um, kind of cause I knew I wasn't going to be climbing as much and kind of cause I had my eyes on the fly. Um, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, he was born and then like the he was born in september and the april after he was born i did the fly um so yeah it was like kind of bouldering for impressive uh a little uh, yeah that that i mean just with the life with the life event yeah yeah there were some some early mornings for sure and yeah yeah lily took on more than more than she probably should have i asked her to take on a lot to let me do that so there was yeah, she shouldered a lot to make that possible for me. Mm-hmm. So credit to her for sure. Yeah, I don't really know between when Theo was born and doing China Glide. I don't, I'm not sure what, what I was up to. Not sending rock climbs, I guess. <laughs> so we have a question from Daryl. Daryl wants oh, yeah. to know, Daryl would be interested in hearing about how since you've done a lot of other climbs on that stretch of rock, 
How does your experience on China Beach compare? We have another similar question from Lily. Okay. <laughs> which is, uh, she said it's the most consumed she's ever seen you by a climb. Mm -hmm. And she wonders whether you have thoughts on why, given all like the harder things you went on to do, yeah. why China Beach was so all-consuming. Like, yeah, I've actually been thinking about that a little bit since since we talked last. I mean, so I think there's something about the climb itself. I think the fact that there are no like distinct like boulder problems on it. Like there are cruxes, but like. Jaws obviously has like two cruxes. The fly is like five moves long. You're never really like in it. Like on Jaws, you're kind of like moving to a crux and then you're moving between the cruxes and then you're doing the outro, um, which is awesome. It's, it's cool. Like that doing the crux is like really interesting and challenging, but like you're not like in it the way you are on China Beach. Like you embark on China Beach and you're kind of like you're on a journey until you until you send it or until you fall off like your mind is racing like you're trying to do everything perfect like i don't know if you're breathing or not i probably wasn't for most of the climb you like dunk your head underwater and you don't get to come up for a breath until you finish like until you fall or, or you send um and i don't think jaws or the fly are like that at all mm. and not to the extent that um that they like any hard boulder you kind of feel the same way but it's over so fast that like like you, you have that experience on China Beach for like minutes, like it's long, whereas like the like on the fly, you're done in like thirty seconds or like or less, you know, like it's over. And it's, it's it's a cool experience. Like you're still processing everything as fast as you can, but it doesn't last the same amount of time. I think that's a huge part of it. Like I've never found a climb that's quite as on you for as long as as China Beach is. Like you're redlining the entire time. I think that's a huge part of it. I think like what the grades mean is part of it. Like I, I was like a 513 climber and China Beach was this realm of the strong climbers. Like if you can do 14B, like only the strong climbers do 14B, you must be pretty legit. And so trying to earn that was, was huge. I think, I don't know, it's, it's weird. Like I think the fly felt super personal. Um, it was almost like fulfilling this, this wish I had as a, as a 13 year old kid. And so it, it meant a lot personally and maybe less from like a climbing point of view. Like I don't, I don't, I knew it wasn't going to change anything about the way I pursued climbing afterwards. It was kind of just like, well, I guess it did. That's not true. It, after I did that, I don't feel like there's anything else that I really cared to or hope to do in climbing. If I don't do another hard rock climb, I'm, I'm pretty okay with it after doing the fly. Yeah. What was it about um, the fly that it had that particular place? You did it last, like yeah. after these. Um, yeah. After I did Jaws, people would ask me like, what's next? And they'd be like, oh, are you going to do the fly now? And I'd be like, that is way too hard. I can't do that. Like the day I did Jaws pretty much was like, I can't do that. It's too hard. Um, and so to me, it was like just always out of my reach. Wait, are the holds on are the Jaws has some pretty savage crimps right in that first crux yeah yeah but something it's about the funny, flies like, crimps felt different i don't know if it's because i'm not a boulderer although the crux of jaws is a boulder but like i don't know um it just it felt you're not giving a lot of evidence for not being a boulder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i don't know i feel like it just felt 
at all times it was like uncomfortable and like just hard it was just really hard mm. and on jaws i was able to like finagle some beta like some foot beta or like some hip beta and like it made it fit you know and i just never really did that on the fly like it was just like always on me it was always like really challenging and i like i figured out something on on jaws that made it feel like a whole lot easier when i did it than it did when i first started it I, yeah i don't know i don't know if it's like a function of like how the movements feel but yeah the fly just always felt out of reach and then it was finally like i should try and do this thing i think knowing that see like we were gonna have another kid or we were gonna have a kid knowing that like it's probably gonna be hard to try hard in the future so um if i'm gonna do it it's got to be soon so like that was a huge motivating thing um but I, yeah i think that was like a largely personal pursuit Certainly more than China Beach was. I think China Beach was like a, like, a climbing goal. Like it was a huge climbing goal. And um, oh man, I wish I had a better answer for this. Like why it was so consuming. Maybe the fly ended up being the the bookend that you thought China Beach was going to be. It definitely was. Yeah. This isn't supposed to be about the fly, but like I remember watching. <laughs> this is this is kind of funny. I guess like I watched Alex Waterhouse. Um, I think he did it like a few days before me, um, and I. I knew he was working on it from someone, but I I didn't want to um, I didn't want to watch his video until after I had done it because I had a feeling he was gonna look a lot stronger on it than I did. And I finally, after I did it, I watched him and he does like he looks he's he's really strong. And I kind of realized like he he did Child of the Storm in like two tries I think, or like in a day at least like he did it real quick. Um, he's he's done like a bunch of thirteens. I think he downgraded the fly, and I kind of realized like. I guess that's like that's that's kind of that's that's kind of all I got. Like that's as strong as I'm gonna get, and like it's just kind of not it's not that strong in the grand scheme of things. Like there's a lot of people out there who are a lot stronger, and like I'm pretty okay with that. Like I did everything that like 13 year old me wanted to do in climbing. Um, if I do other hard climbs, that's awesome, and if I don't, like I'm pretty okay with it. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny you caught onto that because that's that's absolutely how it felt. Sounds like you did a little bit more than 13-year-old you expected. Like, the, the or was the fly, like, it sounds like 13-year-old you thought, okay, China Beach is the, that's the bookend. Oh, then, yeah, yeah. But then you uh, went, you actually went quite a bit farther. True, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know why China Beach was going to feel like a bookend, but it, it did, yeah. I think when I was growing up, I, like, wanted to, climb as hard as I was physically capable of, of climbing. Like I wanted to do the most that I could do. And I didn't really know what that meant at the time, but like, I think doing the fly was, was it, I was like, mm. I don't know that I've got a lot more in me to train harder. Like it might've been like the culmination of like everything I learned, like climbing with Justin and like climbing on China beach, like being at that wall, like learning what it means to rest and to eat well and like not starve myself, stuff like that. Well, kind of like, contributed to me doing that thing at the end and so it was like yeah that's that's what i've got and like i did it so that's that's awesome and i definitely learned a lot along the way and and it feels like a bookend like the pandemic happened so climbing kind of stopped for me but like i was also pretty okay with that i was like didn't really know what to do afterwards but didn't really care i was just like kind of having fun but um and now i'm like starting to get back into it and it feels awesome to just go out and climb and not care. 
Mm. If like I, I do a boulder, it's awesome. If I don't, I don't really care. Um, it's probably not very inspiring for people to, to hear that. Like, it's great to just not care. Like, just, just don't care and it's, it'll be fun. I think that's important. And I think that's like a, like a cycle that everyone goes through. Probably. Right? Yeah. I'm sure it yeah, comes with like, age. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's important to highlight that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I guess despite feeling, like I said earlier, how I thought China beach was going to be like a bookend to my climbing, like there must've been some part of me that felt like it was the, it felt like it was next level. It felt like it was like the upper echelon, like, like you've got to do this thing to, to consider yourself a strong climber. It's like, if you um, can do this, you will be different. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't think there were any 14 B's at the new. And so like that was far and away harder than anything down there at the time. Um, did jaws feel like that? Cause you know, that's, that's the 15A in the Northeast. It was weird. Um, when I first started working on it, I, I, again, like I didn't feel confident enough to tell people I was trying it. So like I would try it, but kind of just cause it was like, I couldn't do the fly and I'd done the other climbs there. So I was like, might as well try it. Um, and at first, yeah, it felt really hard. Um, but as I started kind of sussing out the beta, it, I started like that 15A grade kind of like lost credibility in my eyes at the end. I don't, I don't think it's a 15. And again, like I've got, I had it like very well dialed when I did it. So like every climb feels easy the time you do it or ideally it does, but it was weird. It was like this, this like climb without a grade because it didn't feel like a 15, but nowhere had it been written as like a 14 D. So what is the grade? Like, like it doesn't even have a grade. Like when I approached it, it was, it was absent a grade. And so it was important as it was something that I knew that like only a handful of climbers had done, but even that didn't have the same kind of like, like holy crap moment that like the fly did. Like I could list the people who've done the fly beforehand. Like I had pictures of, of Sharma doing the fly on my wall when I was a kid. I don't have pictures of Jaws on my wall. There's like that one picture of Dave doing the top dyno. Um, so it didn't really feel quite the same. Also, how it, when it came in your life, right? I think mm -hmm. that makes a huge difference. Like, you had just had a kid when you did the fly, right? Right, that, yeah. That changes things. Whereas, like, when you did Jaws, your kids were still several years yeah, in the future. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, like... Um, I think climbing was still, like, very much in sharp focus when I was doing Jaws and very much less so with the fly. Um, so that's probably why it was such a personal thing, um, doing the fly and like Jaws was still like a climbing goal. Mm. Famously, Sandra asked if she wanted to start, if we should start having kids on the drive home from me doing China beach. Oh yeah. <laughs> what was the answer? Yeah, finally. Uh, yeah, she was pregnant like months later. Nice. Like four months later. So yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you, once you, once you do it, you can kind of move on. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was like, it was kind of a bookend for me. It it was a while until I did another hard route. Yeah. 
after that's that. Like, and, and since I've since I've done like a couple others of the same grade and like something harder as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they were like ne- it was never the same. Yeah. What was different? Yeah. Like what what was lacking for you? I don't know. I don't know that I can put my finger on it. It's just uh, maybe it was the fact that climbing wasn't as an important part of my life. Yeah. Yeah, So it's like, oh, it's sweet that I did this, but, you know, still got to read books tonight to the kids. Brush some teeth. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Wipe some butts if, like, we're in that stage. Sure. I mean, we're out of that stage now, but, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, things kind of. The uh, the priorities kind of change focus a little or change change order there. I'm not sure what else to, I mean, what else awesome. to talk about This here. has been awesome. All right. I feel. Th- I mean, this is a great place. What else? What else? To um, stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, man, yeah. I hope I hope we can hang out a bit in October, or um, or can come near you and hang out or something, or the next fall or something, because it. So much of what you described is like, oh yeah, I want to hear the, the two-hour version of that story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that's really kind of affecting me is hearing what inspired you. Hearing what inspired you, like talking with Dave at the Nor'easter, I've I felt like what I've experienced intertwines with the things you described in in a couple different ways. Like I was mm-hmm. at the Nor'easter, but climbing five ten yeah. and like looking up at people on the wall. And then, uh, you know, um, while you were working Jaws, I was flailing up, trying to get the first half of China Beach linked. And you gave me a bunch yep. of data and just like a lot of stoke and encouragement and a lot of delays, <laughs> too. So thank nice, you. Yeah. And then Absolutely. I got to see yeah. you up close, like working the moves in Jaws. And, you know, you look at the holds when you're working China Beach, but mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine how it goes. And then seeing you actually put it together um, was was really inspiring and seeing you go from I think when I first saw you on it you weren't putting it together no, and no. seeing you go from that to linking it that's cool like, yeah. oh that's cool and then you told me about Justin Shang and actually made the intro so I went yeah uh, when I was moving to California I spent like a couple of months doing Boulder training with him and mm-hmm. learned versions of what you described with shifting gears right um, yeah. Yeah. So. It's, it's wizardry. He's he's amazing. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's Any... it's a process, all of it. Who else should we have on the podcast? Hmm. Yeah, that. Interesting. You know, I dropped the ball, dudes, because I um saw Luke Parody about twenty times this summer. <laughs> yeah, we like get... climbed climbed Ooh, next yeah. to him and like hung out with him like all summer because he was trying something right next to me in rifle. Yeah. Uh, and I, I didn't ask him because <laughs> I was like kind of nervous. Right. I was like happy to talk to him about other stuff, but I didn't ask him about this. Yeah. We should get the, like the, uh, the OG perspective from those guys. Oh, Rajiv is seething right now. He's so angry with me. <laughs> I'm pretty angry. <laughs> Although like, have you looked actually, I've got the guidebook right here. It's funny to look at the dates of the first ascents of these climbs. I think Dave did Waimea over the course of like one summer when he was like 17 years old and then moved out west or something. Like, it's he did so everything compressed. so fast. 
It's like Jaws, 97 to 99, right? Or like... Yeah, 98, 99, yeah. Uh, Jaws, October, or no, uh, October 98. China Beach, June 99. Live in Astro, October 99. Wow. Um, then, where's the fly? Dave, April 2000, 2000. Yeah, so over like a couple of seasons, he did everything. That's so wild. So I don't know if he's going to have a whole lot of perspective about like how awesome it is to project this thing for years. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it, you know, it, it, uh, I suppose the China beach had been bolted, right? Dan, Dan Nguyen did, did mm -hmm. it to the break. Mm -hmm. And then one hanged to death by some fossilized guidebook author. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Anyway, um, it'd be cool to hear what they have to say about those climbs. Well, if you have any of their numbers, we should make it happen. I do not. I sold, we saw, um, so during that trip to uh, Europe, we ended up selling our car to Dave Graham. Um, that was, <laughs> that's that was amazing. Uh, yeah. We like had this car we were trying to figure out what to do with. We ended up, we, we traveled Europe for three months and spent like, we netted out like 500 bucks in terms of like travel costs. Cause we like bought this car and then sold it to Dave. Um, wow. He like he left us with this guy. I don't actually even know who he is or why he was in the crew with them, but he drove with us to Paris and then left us there and took the car back. And that was it. And it was just like I think he gave us like an envelope of cash or something. Um <laughs> and like we tried tracking him down to like transfer our insurance or something and we ended up running into Joe a few years later and he told us that he just like left the car in some field somewhere. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. I yeah, I don't know how those guys yeah. You you would think considering their full time jobs are to be on the road and climb, they would have being on the road climbing figured out better. And I don't know that they do. Yeah. Like remembering a rope, for example. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I s I cool. don't have his number, but you would think that I should. Anyway, yeah. Well, should we wrap there? Yeah. <laughs> sure.